Welcome to First Line. My name is Aubrey Ann Jackson, and I'm a recently graduated physician starting my PGY1 year as a psychiatry resident this summer. In this podcast, we discuss whole person health and wellness through an osteopathic lens, holistically addressing the body, mind, and spirit. We also discuss topics important to medical trainees, including pre-med students, medical students, and residents. Thanks for joining me. Hello, everyone. This is for pre-med students and specifically medical school applicants who are applying to MCAS, AACOMIS, as well as the Texas application. So specifically, this is about secondary applications. So I've had other episodes on First Line that cover other really important topics in applying to medical school. So this one is focused specifically on secondaries. So if you're applying to medical school, you're probably already familiar with secondaries, but just as an overview, these are the set of prompts that are sent by individual medical schools after they receive your primary application, whether that is the MCAS, the AACOMIS, or the Texas application. And usually, you'll get a set of about two to five prompts that then ask you to write a short essay response. Typically, you're given a certain character count or a certain word count as the maximum. And typically, you want to be pretty close to that maximum you want to use up as many characters or words that you're allotted. And this is going to differ a lot between different medical schools. So medical schools individually are deciding what questions to ask and they set their own character or word count. So the reason why I'm dedicating an entire episode to this is because the secondary applications can be just as important as the primary application when schools are looking at who to interview. And this will vary a lot. Some schools primarily use the secondary application to decide who to interview. So you want to make sure that the secondary application is high quality so that if a school is holding this in high regards, then you are putting your best foot forward. So it's something that I think was my biggest mistake when I was applying to medical school a few years ago. So just some context if you're new. I just graduated from an osteopathic medical school a few weeks ago. So it's been a few years since I went through this process, but the secondary applications were something that I waited to start the process of writing these essays when I actually received the invitation to complete the secondary. So I actually didn't see the prompts ahead of time. I didn't start working on answering the prompts ahead of time. I had sort of an idea of of why I wanted to attend each medical school. So when schools would ask me why I'm specifically interested in that school, I had a good framework for what I wanted to say, but otherwise I was going into it completely blind. And I think it's something that is a lot 
something that is more common knowledge now is that you can go to, there's quite a few websites to look at what the prompts are ahead of time, and you can start drafting your essays ahead of time, really, as soon as you complete the primary application. And some of those sites include the Medical School HQ and Student Doctor Network are probably the biggest ones to use for that. So this is really something you can start working on as soon as you're finished with the primary application. There's no need to wait until you get those invitations to start working on those secondary essays. The prompts from year to year are probably going to stay the same because because what individual medical schools view as important to them when selecting applicants tends to be consistent and it's usually based off of their mission statement. And part of this too is that you're likely to receive multiple secondary invites all at once. So as soon as you complete your application, you might get a wave of secondaries and within a few days, you'll probably get more secondary so they can really start to build up whereas other ones can kind of trickle in later but it's so highly variable depending on which schools you're applying to but if you are prepared ahead of time and you have those essays mostly written out you'll have time to submit all of your secondaries and you'll be able to do so quickly so that you'll be in the school's first batch of reviews Please note that if you do find that you're falling behind, it's still worth completing those secondaries. But make sure that it's within the time frame that you're given, usually about two weeks, sometimes sooner. Your best chance at getting an interview is going to decrease over time, so make sure you're submitting it as soon as possible. Don't feel like you have to wait until that deadline don't feel like you need to take up all the time before the deadline to submit it. It's better to be prepared ahead of time and submit it as soon as possible. So it's important to keep track of the deadlines for all of your secondaries so that you can prioritize the ones with a sooner due date. So also just note that some schools are going to screen applicants after the primary application and they'll only send secondaries to selected applicants while other schools are just going to send secondaries to everyone and you can kind of guess which one is happening based off of the timing of receiving your secondary if you received that secondary within a day of submitting your application then it's likely that they just send it to everyone whereas if it took a week or two then it's possible that you made it through the first round. So that's definitely something to be proud of. So important to know, it's possible to receive secondary invites before your primary application is even verified. So make sure that you're checking this as soon as you submit. ACOMAS is notorious for this in particular. So just make sure that you are reading directions. If you're given a character count or a word count, make sure you're actually fitting that. You can just use Google Docs or a Microsoft Word document and make sure you're doing that word count or character count before you're submitting that. And also make sure you're just answering the question that's actually asked of you. Don't just use the space to go on about whatever you want to. Make sure you're actually answering their question. So these prompts are 
really to help medical schools decide if you are specifically a good fit for their incoming class. So when you're answering these questions, keep in mind the school's mission statement. So some prompts may specifically ask you to comment on the school's mission statement and how you fit into it. Whereas other questions won't specifically say that, but it's still good to tie in the school's mission statement to connect it with whatever you're saying in the essay. Many prompts will ask you to elaborate on what specifically motivated you to apply to their school specifically. So it's helpful to tie in that mission statement there. You also want to be as personal and thoughtful as possible when you answer this and be as specific as possible. A more specific answer is more genuine because schools can see right through if if you're just using a copy and paste essay for all of the schools you're applying to. So try not to be vague. Try to be very specific and personal. And then there's prompts that may ask you about hardships you've encountered which could give context to the rest of your application and be helpful for them when deciding who to interview. And then some prompts will ask you about future goals. And for this, it's good to have good balance here. So you don't want to be too specific. That makes you appear closed-minded. And depending on who's writing your essay, it can they can really like what you're saying or really not like what you're saying. And it can be very polarizing. But you also don't want to be too generic. You want it to be personal and you want to show that you have interests. And so when you are answering these types of questions, make sure kind of like your personal statement that you're alluding to experiences that you've had in the past and how it has shaped your interests in medicine. And But you also want to, in this question, demonstrate that you're open-minded about your future and that you're willing to learn and willing to let your experiences in medical school guide you into confirming your interests or or exposing you to additional interests. So your essays really do need to be personalized for each school, but you can use a similar skeleton of essays because schools are going to ask similar questions and that can save a lot of time especially if it's a question that asks more about you instead of about the school. So those questions that ask about hardships that you face, that's unlikely to change very much depending on what school is asking it. Whereas a school asking, why do you want to attend our school? That's going to be very different based off of what school is asking that question. But the biggest mistake you could possibly make is to accidentally mention the wrong school name or the wrong location in an essay. So make sure you are triple checking before ever submitting anything. So these secondary essays, they're not going to take as much time and effort as your personal statement or your, or probably your primary application, but it's still so important to take your time to put in effort and to proofread. You may find it helpful to send essays to a mentor or to invest in a professional service, but you really want to pay attention to the turnaround time. 
a mentor who is just helping you out for free, they may not be motivated enough to give you the turnaround time that you really need, which is, which you'll need turnaround time of days instead of weeks. So it really depends on your mentor if you even want to involve them. But maybe if you're working on these prompts well ahead of time before you even receive the secondaries, then those mentors can absolutely look over your essays and they're likely to be very helpful to you. And then with professional services, typically they will guarantee a certain time turnaround, usually within a week. A common one I see is like a three-day turnaround. They typically will get it back to you within a week. If you choose to use the service that I provide on Fiverr, you'll be able to get your essay back within two days or you can opt for express delivery and get your essay back within 24 hours, which I have not seen another service out there that has that option of 24-hour delivery, so I think that's pretty unique. Uh, The reason why I'm offering this is because I know how stressful this experience can be. It was just a few years ago that I went through this myself, and I really want to make sure that applicants who work with me are able to get application assistance without spending thousands of dollars and without delaying submission. There are sites out there like Med School Insiders that charge over $300 per school, and even when you pay for their bundle of 15 schools, they are charging $3,500. I really don't think that this is necessary. I think you can get a lot more affordable service without compromising on quality at a much lower rate. So just make sure that when you are looking for professional editing services, that just because a service is more expensive does not mean that it is higher quality. I would specifically look at who is editing the work. And I'd argue that someone that is closer to the experience that you're going through is going to have a little bit more insight. And also someone who has experience working with pre-med and medical students and someone who has professional writing or professional editing experience. So that's that's why I decided to enter this space of offering services because I don't think that med students should pay thousands of dollars to get accepted to medical school. So that is something that I'm really passionate about and And I really hope that you do consider using my services. I would love to work with you. I find it extremely fulfilling to work with students and see them get accepted. I am now offering personalized assistance specifically for pre-med students. I can help with editing your personal statement and your MCAS and AACOMAS applications. I will catch your grammar and style mistakes and also provide feedback on content revision so you can craft documents that make you more competitive. 
There are so many expensive services out there that charge hundreds to thousands of dollars on reviews, which is why I'm offering a much more affordable service with different price packages based on your needs. While many services out there are led by staff members who are years to decades removed from their experiences as pre-med students, I am uniquely positioned to help you as someone who has been through this process myself just a few years ago and as someone with professional writing and editing experience. I know what it takes to make you stand out and I know what medical schools are looking for. In addition to listening to my past episodes with tips on navigating med school applications, use the link in this episode description to learn more about the services I offer for individualized help. a little bit more time in this episode to mention a few of the common question types that tend to trip up medical student applicants. So one type is questions that ask you about diversity. And for some of you, this might be an easy essay to write. You could be coming from a minority background that is not well represented in medicine. You could be an immigrant who was born in another country and you can share about your experience coming to the U.S. Maybe you are second generation and your your parents immigrated to the U.S., which can provide provide essay content for talking about that bicultural experience that you've had. But for a lot of applicants, you may not have such obvious diversity in your background. So I just want to say you don't have to come from a minority background or have immigration status or anything like that to still write a good diversity essay. So try to think about unique experiences that you've had in the past That is likely something that not every other medical student is going to write about. For me, I talked about being a non-science major. I was a biology major, but I was also a political science major. So I really played up that political science side of things and emphasized my other academic interests and how that could make me a better medical student and in the future a better doctor. Uh, because of that interest and that knowledge of interacting systems at more of a public health level, at a at a broader level than just one-on-one patient interactions. So that's just an example. You can also use a unique goal to show that you're diverse. Maybe you want to do mission trips as a doctor. Maybe you're from a rural area and you want to work and practice medicine in a rural area. That definitely counts as diversity. And then any specific qualities that you have that you think may make you diverse. Maybe you've started your own business. Maybe you're a parent. Uh, Maybe you're a caretaker for a relative. All of these things can really add to diversity and then it's really about how how you're able to elaborate on that experience and showcase what makes it so diverse and how it's going to help you to become a better physician another question 
that I've mentioned a little bit of is when an essay will ask you to elaborate on a challenging situation that you faced and how you were able to resolve that challenge. So this is a common question that medical schools will ask because they know that medical school in itself is going to be a great challenge. So they want students that are equipped to deal with the stress of medical school and students who can demonstrate that they have been able to cope with challenges in the past and they're able to also reflect on those challenges in an insightful way. So when you are choosing a topic to write about for this, you really want to showcase how not just the challenge that you faced and how severe that challenge was, that doesn't matter nearly as much as focusing on your reaction to the challenge, the steps that you took, and how you're able to show resilience and the ability to grow and learn from that challenge. So it helps to showcase how you were able to cope with stressors in your life and you can also reflect on how you're going to use that experience in medical school, even if the question doesn't directly ask that. And I think it's common for us to think, well, as a pre-med student, we're able to get up to this point where we're competitive enough for medical school. Many of us look back and we know that we've had it pretty good. And yeah, maybe there was some difficulties here and there, but you might find it hard to really identify something that you truly struggled with. So again, I just want to say that it's not about the severity of the challenge. It is about how you're able to showcase your reaction to it. So it doesn't have to be a shortcoming on your part necessarily. It can be just a life circumstance. Maybe your parents were divorced when you were younger. Maybe your friend had an issue and you were able to be a good friend to them despite how their hardship affected you. Maybe you, in the workplace or in an academic setting, received some criticism that you disagreed with. Maybe you were on a leadership board and you disagreed with another one of the leaders. Maybe you had to move for college and you had to make new friends. Maybe you have artistic endeavors and you auditioned to be in a choir, be in a band, be in a theatrical performance and didn't make the cut. Maybe you had difficulty adjusting with starting college. I think that's something that many of us have gone through, but we think we kind of overlook that when choosing what to write about for this essay because we know it's so common. So those are just things to think about. And again, it can be a common challenge. You don't have to showcase something that's super unique or super challenging. That's not the point of the essay. It's to show medical schools that you're able to adapt and you're able to cope with stress. The last question that I'll focus on, and I'm really only doing the top three that students have the most trouble with. So the last one that I think falls into this category is when schools will have an essay prompt that asks if there is anything else you would like us to know. And 
this is a very much an open response section because it doesn't even guide you at all. It's just whatever you want to make of it. And for this, it could be helpful if for other schools you have really great essays. Maybe you have a really great diversity essay. Maybe you have really good essays that that talk about the challenges that you faced. Maybe you had good essays speaking about your leadership experience. You can sort of recycle a lot of those types of essays if that school didn't already ask those questions. But even before you consider that, if the medical school never asked you the why us question, then you want to include that information in this section. Because I think that's the most powerful answer that you can have is to connect your own attributes and aspirations to the goals and mission of the medical school. So if the school doesn't ask you already, that's what I would use this section for. Otherwise, you can you can recycle some of your other essays or maybe there is something that you don't think is represented in your application and it really doesn't have anywhere to go. This is what that section is for. And if there is a theme of your application that you think may be overshadowed and doesn't really have enough em- emphasis, maybe something that you didn't choose for your most meaningful experiences but you want to showcase, then you can do that here. Also, if if since your primary application, there has been a new experience that you've had, maybe a new job that you took on, new volunteering, new research, then you can update your application in this section. That is also what this section can be used for. But try not to use this question as a way to just summarize your application. That is not what it is for. Of course, the medical school has access to the remainder of your application with the primary application and your other secondary essays. So, you don't want to just summarize everything that doesn't add anything. You only want to use this section if it adds something. And it's usually optional, but I would say you'd probably want to take advantage of it and put something here. But if the remainder of the secondary application was very thorough and you've already told the school why you're interested in them, you already touched on a lot of what makes you a good applicant, then maybe you should just leave it blank instead of just putting filler as your answer essay. So those were the three types of questions that I think medical school applicants have the most trouble with. Again, it's really helpful to get some mentorship or invest in a professional service in order to proofread these essays because these essays can be super important. They can they can lock in an interview for you or you can be filtered out, whereas other applicants will shine a little bit brighter. So, it's definitely important not to just answer the questions just for completion's sake, but to give it a lot of thought. This is your last chance to get an interview at medical schools 
after your primary application has been submitted. If you're applying soon or currently applying, I wish you the best of luck and I hope to uh, work with you in the future. If not, then please listen to my other episodes for some free tips about applying to medical school. You can follow Firstline on Instagram at Firstline Podcast or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Firstline Podcast. Stay tuned for a new episode every Monday.